In this episode, I'll be talking position titles, roles, and skill sets, and moving towards a recognition of skills as a way of working together more effectively. This is Adam from Being a Biz Analyst. Now let's get started. So let's begin with this concept of position title and ask ourselves, where does it actually come from? So the position title, as far as I, I can you know, sort of hypothesize, is that a bunch of people or maybe one or two people from HR and uh, the people from the team that the person will be working with sit down at a table and decide what the best description of the position will be and then they come up with some sort of summary name for that um, position and ultimately that becomes the title so great you know like it, it helps with making sure that everybody sort of understands where they sit within the hierarchy of the company. But the problem becomes when people attach their identity to this position title. So I experience this all the time. So I'm out networking and people, um, well, yes, people will ask me, but also, the other way around, I'll ask people, so what do you do? Um, and you, or how was your day? Or um, what did you do today? Uh, what is it that you know, you're pursuing in your career? And nine times out of ten, the first thing that comes out of their mouth is their position title. Like, it might not even make any sense to the question that I just asked. Um, and it's so bizarre because I think people attach to this idea that the position title is a part of their identity. And it's just not true. Because you are not that position title. I mean, imagine how restrictive of a, a sense of, of being in the world that you would have if somebody else dictated who you were going to be for the rest of your life because that was what label worked best for the rest of the world. That's essentially, in a microcosm, what's happening in companies today. Companies are saying, oh, well, you know, this is sort of the position title or, um, you know, name for this position within the company that works best for us. So then we're going to put that on the position description and that's what we're going to refer to that person as and that's they're going to fall into a part of a hierarchy based on that position title and you know their status within the company and their career path will all be determined around this idea of this position title wow 
all based on something that's literally just a summary of the essence of a position description of all the different roles, responsibilities, tasks um, that you will be doing and the people that you'll be interacting with. And it's now defining these people, um, or sorry, I shouldn't say, uh, like, um, it, it's, it's almost defining who they are, not just at work and where they sit within an org chart, but it's defining who they are outside of that company, too. It's defining who, where they sit in, like, a social ladder, almost, within networking communities. And it's just so... It really makes me sad because... I, I meet with these people and they don't really know how to define or redefine even what it is that they are offering as value to the company, regardless of where they're at. So the next sort of subdivision of if you want to call it that or look at it that way, of a position title is actually what's called a role. So this is something that I think a lot of people would get a lot of clarity about the types of value or or what value that it is that they actually provide to a company and not feel so um, attached to a position title if they really understood the types of roles or um, the um, types of value that they were providing on a daily basis to the company. So a role is really just a collection of activities or responsibilities that you might have within a company. Um, and it could be just for one day, it could be just for one project, it could be for multiple days, multiple projects, multiple years. Um, and really what it comes down to is these are really where the position titles come from. They are a, the essence of what you're doing. So let's just take something like um, process analyst, for example. Process analyst as you would probably expect, is somebody who goes out and does the analysis on a process and then comes back to the company with a proposed solution of how might we improve it. Um, and they might also be coming back to the company saying, oh, you know, this, this is the current process. I, I guess you didn't really know that. Okay, so here it is. You know, here it's been documented. Thank you very much. Um, or here's an implementation solution uh, that you might want to take on to create some automation and so on and so forth. These are the types of responsibilities that a process analyst might have. But the thing is, this might actually just be one role that you have within your position at a company. And thus, this is like a 
packet of value that you provide to the company. So you provide process analysis to the company. Could this mean that you could actually do process analysis full time for a company? Absolutely. You're doing it already. Um, and so this is what I mean by a role within a position is that you might actually have multiple different roles within the position. So maybe one day you're doing process analysis. Next day you're doing like database manipulations. The next day maybe you're doing coding. Maybe you're building a whole website from scratch and so on and so forth. These are the different roles that you have within a, a particular position. And I think what happens a lot of the time is that people see that one dominant role and they connect that with their position. And so this idea of doing anything outside of that role is just unheard of, you know, because of course, then it might not, it might mean that maybe that position title is not right for them based on what they're doing and based on the different roles that they might have on a given day. And I think that scares some people because it's un unfamiliar. And what I'd really like to impress upon you is this idea that actually it's a good thing. The, it gives you more flexibility in your position if you are willing to go out and explore different roles. It also gives your career more flexibility because now you've had the experience of many different roles and this idea that, oh, maybe I am good at this other thing and maybe I might want to do that as a career for a little while. And this leads in as a great segue into my last topic, which is on skills. So the last topic of this particular episode is on what's called skills. So we all know more or less what this is. But the way I like to look at skills is as what is the value that I'm bringing with that skill? So it might be that maybe you have a skill of, let's just say that you're really good with um, Microsoft Excel as a skill. Um, but who cares, right? Like, <laughs> all right, you're really great with the Microsoft Excel, but so what? The value that you provide, though, that's what makes the skill worthwhile in having, in developing, in continuing to put on your resume, in making you valuable to a company. So it might be, uh, so there's lots of different ways that you might provide value with having a skill in Microsoft Excel. So maybe it's that you understand data analysis because you can do uh, you understand all the different statistical functions you understand how they work and why they're important and how they fit into a statistical analysis 
and the different, um, you know, case studies that they could be used in, and so on and so forth. So maybe your value with Microsoft Excel is that you really understand statistical analysis, and you can do that really effectively. But, you know, maybe, uh, maybe you're more like me, and you really, really understand in-cell formulas, and you understand how to make them all work together really well, and you can create really nested functions and um, be able to connect different sheets um, and or even across different workbooks and make everything work together almost like a mini system. And maybe for a small business, this is really, really valuable because they don't have the money to go out and buy, let's just say, an actual CRM or an inventory database um, or a, you know, sales product, um, sorry, sales software of some sort, you know, and so on and so forth. So maybe your value is that uh, you can build small systems in Microsoft Excel. So just seeing, you know, you have the skill of Microsoft Excel is very general, and it actually doesn't imply what is the value that you're bringing. If you're always thinking about what is the value that I'm bringing with the skills that I have, then what ends up happening is when you're on a team, if you're always focused on what is the value that I'm bringing with my skills, then it becomes very fluid within the team and you drop away all of this um, identity with position titles and even position roles um, and you really focus in as a team on how do we get this project to success? How is what I can bring to the table going to be valuable to getting us from point A to point B? And the more you do and think in this way, the more valuable you become not only to the team, but within the company as a whole, because you're seen as somebody who's more flexible and more willing to actually contribute and not worry about bureaucratic, um, <laughs> all right, let's just say crap, um, around that idea that, oh, if, you know, it doesn't fit into the traditional position title um, or position roles that I might have under that title, then I can't really work on that project or I I just, I won't work on that project. If you can drop all that and say, these are the, the th items of value that I bring to the table and I want to know how can I contribute, then that's where you become much more valuable to that team or to that project and ultimately to that company. And I think you'll find that your career path will be much more fulfilling. Now, one thing that I do want to get into in the closing thoughts is this is not to say that you should never have a career path. 
and you should nece not necessarily choose a specific role or position title that you might want to accomplish. It's really just coming back to that idea that just because you have a specific role or specific title does not mean that you should trap yourself or trap other people by making yourself very rigid around what that role or position title means to you and creating an identity around that such that you become inflexible. So closing thoughts here. All I'm doing is trying to make a suggestion here. So the reason this is so important in a career change is because you may not get that so-called ideal position title. And honest to goodness, I, I know people who are business analysts, um, if, for one thing at heart, for sure, but also who actually do business analysis as like a role um, as far as responsibilities that they have, the tasks that they do on a daily basis. And yet they may never get the title of business analyst for the whole entire career. And they're actually not only okay with that, but they're quite excited about it because it actually allows them to distinguish themselves. And I really admire people like this because it demonstrates to me uh, way back when I was first starting out with this career change and realized after my first position as a business analyst where I did have the title that the title actually is totally meaningless because what I was doing in that position was not really what I would call business analysis as far as responsibilities and the tasks were concerned for, I would say, over 90% of the whole position um, uh, for the whole time that I had the position. So position titles can be very deceiving and even if they're not, even if that that, was, that really is connected with the type of roles that you do in a day. Try not to allow that to become your identity. The value that you bring to a company or, organ, or, um, uh, or a project is far more important than the title that you have. And allow this to be a great way of being able to connect with other people more deeply as well and more collaboratively. Drop the titles, leave them at the door as soon as you get to work. Uh, the position roles that we were talking about, again, even these, although they're a little bit more abstract, really need to be dropped. So. Use the position roles that you have options to as a way to explore different responsibilities within the company, within a project. But don't, again, don't get so hung up or don't uh, allow yourself to get so hung up 
um, in the interest of not attaching yourself as if you have an identity because of that role that you're doing. And lastly, as I was saying before, the skills that you bring to the table allow you to express what value you bring because of those skills. And that's really where if we all just bring our skills and an identification of the value that we're bringing because of those skills, the value that we bring that has been created through learning that skill to a project or to an organization or to a team and drop all the titles and say, this is what I know how to do, or this is what I'd like to learn how to do. All of a sudden, what you'll find is that you'll probably be doing a lot of work and responsibilities and tasks on things that make sense with what your career path has been or what your career path, what you want your career path to be. But it will also allow you to demonstrate that you're there as a part of the team, a part of the community, a part of the organization of helping drive value to uh, whatever the end goal is. So maybe it's driving value to the end customer, or maybe it's driving value to build a software product for the internal community. Whatever it is, if you come to the table with skills and value that you know you can provide or value you want to provide, rather than a position title or a role that you've done before and you're really comfortable in, you will be far more valuable to the team because number one, you'll be actually promoting the same kind of mentality in other people, but you'll also be promoting a more collaborative environment where ideally everybody just throws their skills onto the table and then you say to your team, okay, well, we have this task, this task, and this task to do this week. Who's got the skills to be able to do those? Or who wants to develop the skills to be able to do those tasks? And then you can actually look at it from the point of view of, oh, wait a minute. We've actually got everybody on the team who knows how to do that skill. Or we have two or three different people on the team who know how to do that skill rather than the perspective of, okay, so this is a UX task. And so therefore Joe over here is the only person that can do it. So that was what I wanted to say today. I really wanted to just break down the, all of this talk about, you know, what's my title going to be? You know, if I, I just I see an awful lot of chatter about titles and roles and, you know, people uh, gluing their identities as a person 
to their position title or their roles within a company rather than presenting themselves as this is the value that I bring to the company. This is the value that I bring to the project. And that's really what I think and believe is far more valuable for you in your career change to highlight is the value that you bring to that organization rather than the position titles that you may have had. Thanks very much for listening. This has been another podcast by Being a Biz Analyst. I'm Adam Hessler. Thank you very much once again, and have an amazing day. Biz Analyst Potential to Biz Analyst Career. Bye-bye.